the national champion is clad in Get big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Good e- good a- good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I'm joined in the studio by Coach Mike, with Coach Mike, uh, as he is handling all the technical stuff for us, because I know nothing about it. And it is the uh, first Friday, and it is the first day of the month of December 2023. And um, as we said yesterday, you got 23 more shopping days till uh christmas so you know santa claus might not bring you everything might have, you might everything you need to hand out in the family so you might well get, get started now um a couple of things have already started and that is the uh blue cross bowl well it's the twsaa state champions i don't know what the name is who the, the title t- sponsor the is the twsaa blue cross bowl championships is it still blue cross which are being so. held in chattanooga tennessee and i'm sure to the chagrin of all the teams from west tennessee that have to travel that far uh and include, including including their fans i mean let's yeah. let's be honest and when in the in the days of but that's that's of assuming in nashville a little bit more centrally located in the state a little easier to get to much less traveling or even murfreesboro now the now the TWSAA chooses in the bid process for Cookville, Tennessee. It has been in the past on Tennessee Tech's campus. And now it's at, uh, I believe, Finley Stadium in Chattanooga. And uh, Yeah, that's a long trip, assuming you make it that far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. And the 3A game, in the, in the 3A matchup, well, yesterday was the private school or Division Two games. Um, and – in the single A division, which is the smaller division, obviously, uh, Middle Tennessee Christian beat Friendship Christian twenty-eight to thirteen. And that Middle Tennessee Christian, congratulations to them! But that was also the team that knocked CA out okay. in the semifinals. Well, at so least they there, got there's the, some consolation yeah. there. You know, it doesn't make you feel too good, but uh, at the same time, there's some consolation. Well, the, team, you, the team that knocked you out is this is was the, the champion. state champion. Took the yeah. state champion yeah. to knock you off. Makes you feel a little bit better. Uh, in the double A matchup, CPA took care of business against Boyd Buchanan thirty-five to thirteen. And Macaulay and Baylor, which are both Chattanooga schools, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they didn't have to go very far. No, absolutely not. They are, and nor did their fans, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. See, in the Division II, it was all either Middle Tennessee or Chattanooga area. So, you know, the travel wasn't a big deal there. But, I mean, your statewide is still being held down there. You know, six classifications are being held in Chattanooga, which is on the – other side of the state from Memphis, West oh, Tennessee. Yeah. So, anyway, um, McCauley took care of business against Baylor in what looked to be a pretty good game, 34-28. to 28. And so your division uh, champions are – or division two champions are Middle Tennessee Christian, CPA, and McCauley. And congratulations to those schools. And today, um, as we are speaking, the first game 
of the day is already over and Alcoa uh, defeated East Nashville 42 to 20 to be the 3A champion uh, of the state of Tennessee. So and uh, continu- continuing dominance of Alcoa, oh, Alcoa and, you know, the you know, program is just amazing. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, they, they'll probably have to build on their trophy case could, each to year. To tell you the I truth, mean, they could take on they could take on some college programs and give them a good run for their money. There you go. Now, in in Class A, South Pittsburgh will take on McKenzie at two o'clock. Uh, was well, the game is being played right now. Just um, kicking off, probably. Yeah. In two A, East Robertson will take on Riverside, but that's tomorrow in the two A game. Both of these they're splitting the yeah the odd number the odd number number classifications played uh, play today, and then the even numbers will play tomorrow. Okay, three A has already been played. Alco is the champion in four A. Pearl Cone will take on Upperman, and that will be at ten o'clock in the morning uh, tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Um, 11 o'clock Eastern time. Five, in the Class 5A, Page out of Franklin, Tennessee, right up the road, will take on Knoxville West. And uh, that will be at 6 o'clock tonight is when that's yeah. going to be played. And then uh, Oakland in the 6A matchup will take on uh, Houston, and that will be at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. So there you go. There's a high yeah. school – there's Almost everybody percent. is either Middle Tennessee or East this year, so yeah. so the so your travel problem didn't come to fruition yeah. this year. Uh, Excuse me. So well, and check and, your local listings on your TV. I, I have yeah. a feeling they show the state basketball, yeah, they show te- the high school basketball yeah. uh, games. So I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure they're going to show the football game. Yeah, too, so. uh, my TV 30s probably okay. got them somewhere. Okay, there you that, have it. If what, you carry that. Well, our Predators went down last night against the Wild. They they ended their win streak at six games. Um, which is pretty good, uh, but uh, the Minnesota Wild came in last, came into Nash, Smashville last night, and um, put it all over the Preds. One, they won six to one. Ooh. Six goals in a hockey game's a lot. Yeah, right? I mean that's like that's like that's t- like fifty points that, in football, or like two goals in a soccer game. Yeah, I mean <laughs> so, a, a, I, six, I mean, a six goal game is a fifty <laughs> point game in football. Okay, that kind of gives everybody an idea. What, there you go, and. Uh, and so that brings the Predators to 500 at 11 and 11. Um, and the Wilds head coach, Minnesota Wilds head coach, John Hines, was fired last spring Bring. by Barry Trotz, who was the first coach of the, of the Predators when they opened up the franchise in Nashville. Now he's a general he manager. General manager came back. And he fired John Hines. Um, but you know what? Hines was they, – they they did some interviews with him. Hines was appreciative of, 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 of Trotz. There wasn't yeah. any – didn't seem to be any bad blood. They said all the same things. John Hines, his family, they still live in, in Brentwood. Brentwood. Yeah. They it's, still have a home it's, in Brentwood. It's, it is basically – I think it, it was more of a business decision. Uh, yeah. Trotz came in with the idea, okay, this is how I want to do this, how I want to do sure. this. And Hines was like, I don't think I can work under that – that system and, and stuff and say, well, this is where we're going with it. So well, they, the they predator- decided to part ways. And it was not a a, a failure type thing. It was sure. more of just a different model, different way of thinking about stuff. And Well, the Predators uh, supplied his, his family yeah. with a suite last night. Um, and he was very appreciative of that. And, um, you know, I, I think hockey – coach probably like football and even like basketball and and just sports in general Mm -hmm. you know you have like you said you have different philosophies on 
how you want to build a program, how you want to build a team. Personnel development want, and all that stuff. Whether you want to be – whether you're a defensive-minded coach, whether you're more of an offensive-minded coach. I mean, I had I had teams uh, – there's a team in just south of here, a, very, a little small single-A school. And when I was refereeing basketball and I'd call their games – we knew that we better put our running shoes on because they were going to run up and down the court. Matter of fact, they didn't even care if the other team scored because they were going to go back down the t- the floor and shoot a three or look, you know, or look yeah. for a layup as fast as they could get it on there. And they're all their games were in the eighties or nineties. Now, that's a team and that's a coach and that's a philosophy of obviously offensive minded basketball team. And then you have other teams like the University of Virginia, coached by Tony Bennett, not the singer, but Coach Tony Bennett. And if you look at University of Virginia, and our listeners, if you're wagering out there, pull up and look at the over-under in the University of – every game the University of Virginia plays. It's in the 120s, okay? And for, for college basketball, that's low. I mean, that's, that's low. Yeah. And you know what? They, they normally score – between 115 and 105 for both teams. Right. Again, and the so, over-unders, and, both and it, teams. And they're just very deliberate in yeah. their sets, and they're just extremely patient, and they play just tenacious defense. And that's the type of players that he that he recruits. Yeah. For the football equivalent, look at the University of Iowa. Okay. You know, we, we've, we've laughed and cut up and stuff like that about, you know, they're, the over-under on there would be an under 30 most of the time. It's no, still yeah. going under. It's 34 tomorrow. And, and 34 and a half, 34 yeah. tomorrow. But part of that is because they have one whale of a defense. Yeah. They are st- super, super strong in their defense. now, And their offense is kind of like, okay, we'll just get the, you know, we'll, we'll stay, we'll hang around. <laughs> and we're, and we're going to get into, we're going to get into that. But right now, um, Yes, let's go back to Preds for just a second. They they were on a six yeah. game winning streak last night. All streaks in. They, that's why they call them streaks because you have to start yeah. again. Um, but the their former coach John Hines was back uh, behind the glass on the bench as head coach of the Minnesota Wild that took care of the Predators last night six to one. Um, very appreciative. You know, there doesn't seem to be a lot of bad, bad blood yeah. there. Like we said, the Hines family still has a home in Brentwood. Turnover in hockey is, is almost <clears throat> a right. weekly thing. Now, <laughs> um, and so um, let's hope the Preds can get back on that stri- that winning streak and, and start a new one next time they go out on the ice. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks, <clears throat> Blackhawks have possibly one of – the best players in the NHL. He's an 18-year-old Canadian from North Vancouver. His name is Connor Bedard. And he has tied a 43-year-old record set by Daryl Sutter. And the record is he has scored a gold or an assist in seven straight games. But they're all away games. They're all on somebody else's ice, which, you know, hockey, for some reason, home ice is a big, big deal oh, it's huge. in hockey. I mean, you know, it might be one of the sports. It might be one, one of the professional sports that the home ice is the most important advantage to, to playing on your home ice. Uh, you know, 
the skaters know all the nuances of the rink, of, of the ice and everything else, the boards, you name it, how the, how the puck plays off the boards. You know, similar to kind of like playing on your own pool table and down in your basement. You know, you play a lot better on your own pool yeah. table than you do at the bar or somewhere else yeah. or somebody else's house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, the, the rinks you know, are supposed to be relatively uniform, but you know, you know, anybody that does, you know, baseball, football, every field has its own little sure. characteristics and stuff. And hockey, knowing those little nuances, plus you have the crowd, uh, the the crowd, the emotional hockey. You know, if you if you've ever gone, hockey is an emotional game. You know, it's, there's a lot of hitting going on. There's a lot of contact. There's a lot of speed. They're, they're moving guys in and out every three minutes. And there's a lot and, of business and, going on between players that, that, that the normal yeah. a normal spectator might not realize just hap- what just happened. Yeah. And, but the players but, know exactly what just happened. And the crowd <clears throat> is a spur for an awful lot of events in, in hockey. So, yeah, that home field, home ice, uh, home ice advantage is huge. And it, it, you're right. That is, it's amazing feat to do all that away. Yeah. What's it going to be like at home? There you go. And now the penguins, uh, their goalie, his name is Tristan Jari. He became the 17th player in NHL history to do what coach? Probably a series of shutouts, a group of shutouts, not, not just, I mean. He's the first player in Pittsburgh Penguin history. And the Penguins have been around since like 67 or something yeah. like that. A long time. Been right? a while. Okay. 60 years. He's the first player to do this in, in Pittsburgh Penguin franchise history. The first goalie to do this. Score a goal. He scored okay. a goal last night with 108 to go in the third third period, an empty netter, as the uh, Penguins came from behind against the Tampa Bay Lightning and won four to two. Of course, the empty netter made it four. But Tristan Jari hit the it scored. He's their goalie. He scored the empty netter. He's a 17th person in NHL history to score. Be or the 17th goalie to score a goal in NHL history. Let me get that straight. Yeah. Now, also, in 2018, when he, when the same guy, Tristan Jari, was the goalie uh, playing for the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton Penguins, which is the minor league yeah. team of the, of the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Penguins, he scored a goal then too, and that is the first and only goal that's ever been scored. That was the first goal ever scored scored by a goalie in the franchise in franchise history. Yeah, of of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then yeah. he came to play at Pittsburgh last in the big night, leagues. Yeah, in the big it. leagues, and did it again. So yeah. congratulations to him. And, and those the, shots, yeah, the goalie's going to be the first one to tell you those are lucky shots because <laughs> his what he was trying to do there, I'm sure what had happened was the opposing team had pulled their goalie to get an extra player, like a power play. And he was just trying to clear it. He got he got the puck, you know, stopped the puck, is right in front of him, and you're just – get it out of here. And he just slapped it up the middle of the he, ice and, and get it, it as far as he could. And right in. And – <laughs> happen to work through and goes in, uh, you know, because that's, you know, you're shooting from uh, 90 to 150, 120 feet away at a spot that's about, I think, what, four and a half feet wide? Yeah. Or something. It's not very wide. <laughs> no. uh, but anyway, congratulations to him and the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, 
the Dallas Cowboys came back from behind also, just like the Penguins did last night over over Tampa Bay. The Cowboys came from behind to win 41-35 over You can almost see in Seattle. that game, Seattle, about the last half of that fourth quarter, it was here we go again. Right. Right. You know, and, and, and then the same thing with Dallas. He's going, here we go again. Sure. We're coming, you know. However, on a good note, for all you wagers that were tuned in yesterday, I gave you the, the Magic 8, my Magic 8 ball, gave you Seattle plus the nine, nine and a half, and they covered easy. They really should have won the game. Yeah. Not only covered the nine they were getting, but they should have beat the Cowboys, in my opinion. Yeah, the defense, uh, Seattle's defense did a really, really good job of mixing things up on, and uh, we got our. But uh, he uh, finally, they they kind of they just wore out. Yeah, the uh, Seattle know, offense couldn't get anything going. Uh, the Cowboys, the Cowboys defense is a little sus in my in, in my opinion. I mean, a little suspect. Yeah. I mean, you know, they've had a lot of points scored on them this year, but the Cowboys can put up some, some points, points because they've got some really good players at skill positions. I mean, C.D. Lamb's turning into a. Definite all pro, yeah. all everything wide receiver. And did you see the first catch by DK oh. Metcalf? Yeah. And you know, did you did, did you realize what he was doing to the camera? Did you, did you guys that saw it? Did you realize what he was doing to the camera? Well, they they explained it later. Yeah. So I I, they, I knew was, there was some kind of signal he was given. I didn't know whether it was sign language. It was sign language that he was basically. Uh, what he said in sign language was taking care, basically was taking care of yeah. business, you standing know, doing on, my sta- job. He signed standing on business, which means uh, to stand your ground, take care of your, your business, your yeah. responsibilities, take care of, uh, you, know, you know, get things done and taking care of your own business. And that's yeah. what he signed after he scored that, that touchdown, but he was gone. Oh I mean, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you and, talk about well and he's like 200 the, Dal- the Dallas you know defensive big back that guy is? yes the Dallas defensive back had been the one that you know uh bland bland the, had, the, had gotten five pick sixes six. or six, six I think it was five I thought it was five was it okay. I think it's five anyway, was the record. He's, he, anyway he's got a bunch he's got a bunch and he undercut that thinking he could get it and it was just a little bit out of his reach uh Metcalf literally fingertipped it fingertipped it on a dead run yeah and then you know stuck it with his hands Tucked it in, and then it was a foot race, and he was pulling away from people. So what you're telling me is Lane Kiffin, if it was Lane or Hugh Freeze, maybe it was Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss, had D.K. Metcalf and A.J. Brown on the same team. Those are two big dudes. And if I'm not mistaken, they were on the team that beat Alabama that night in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. That game ended like Well, you wonder why midnight. now sometime, yeah. It's a high-scoring game. Yeah, Free, I was freeze, there, and we, we were walking out of Bryant-Denny, and it was midnight. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, we're up against our first break. Uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm kind of losing my voice here, but uh, thank you guys for joining us. When we come back, we're going to talk some more NFL. We're going to talk these conference titles games. I've got some picks, some over-unders, and some uh, – you know, we're going to pick these games. I'm going to pick these games against the spread. And I'm also going to see what the Magic 8 Ball has to say about all this. So, um, oh, there's Ray right there. You all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. A friends that sparkle and snow that's light on the ground. Children with frost in their hair. Presents around everywhere. 
This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shear-X dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by in the studio, bo- studio, studio, bo- studio, by Coach, with Coach Mike. You had Coach. a good time last night, I'm didn't telling you? you. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just slipping all over my words today. Um, so this weekend, folks, you know, we've got a full slate tomorrow of uh, conference title football games. And, um, you know, the crown jewel, I would – depending on where you're from. Now, you look forward to more games. The Washington-Oregon game obviously has huge ramifications. Now, and and while we're talking about this, Coach, and you're a big proponent of this – in what expanded, the expanded, expanded playoff, expanded yes. playoff yes, program like to twelve teams. I like. I it, am yeah. not. Yeah. And and let me tell you. And let me tell you why. Because tomorrow would mean any. Tomorrow would hardly. It, it might mean where you're seated. But but tomorrow wouldn't mean near as much. The games tomorrow would not ne- mean near as much as they as they would with as they would not matter with the twelve team playoff program in in place, which is coming. Yeah, the the other side of that is your season doesn't mean as much other than getting to this game, and then you know have everything set on one game after you've had a, a one-loss season or something like that, and then to get knocked I, off. And, I, I get it. You know, I mean, how many chances, okay, how many chances do you want to get? Okay, let's come, back, let's come back to the argument you guys have made a lot of times. You know, in Alabama, who started off – had struggled a little bit at the beginning of the year. One game. Okay, they still struggled at the beginning of the year. They got that one loss okay. in there. Now they're probably the strongest team around – but they're having to lobby and you know, fans are lobbying and stuff like that to get into this four team format because they've got that one loss. And there's probably there's other teams that are hit that don't have any losses ahead of them. And yes, the argument can be made right now. They're a better team than some of these undefeated teams. I, I, I don't disagree with that, but you got to look at the record as well in a national on a national okay. tournament. Okay, the 12 teams, okay, Alabama's in, and now they can prove it on the field. There you go. And, 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 and I'm an Alabama fan. You know yeah. that. I went to the university. And, 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 and kind and of it, what I teased you yesterday was I, Alabama gets stuck at, at level, you know, they get put at, at number five, number six, number seven. 
just out of the top four. You know what? Did that, that, then all of a sudden, did, how does the tune change for the Alabama fans well, going, hey, we got a 12 team. Then we're, we're, we're playing against a number 12, number 11 team in the first game. We, get, we keep the momentum going. We turn around and play one of these top four teams. We're good enough to beat them. Sure. We, we roll our way into the state, cha- uh, state champion, the national championship, and we did it on the field, not because some guy in a committee room decided – that this team was better than the other team based on some formula that they put in together. Let's put this on the field. Well, it's going to be and it's going to be on the field tomorrow yeah. afternoon at three o'clock. And then the discussion lose, is going to go. You lose, you go home. You're yeah. Alabama. You lose, you go yeah. home, and and you go you go play on New Year's yeah. Day somewhere. And but you're not going to be in the CFP. And 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 you know just you play better, do better. Yeah. And I'm an Alabama. But fan. A Georgia. Okay, let's take so, it from the Georgia perspective here. But if but if you've you been lose, undefeated all year long, you've been undefeated. You've met every Every challenge so far, you and the and the ball player the co, the ball player cannot control the schedule that he's given. He's got to play the schedule that he's given. The ball player doesn't control that. You're undefeated all year long, and you have one bad game. You you your 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 quarterback twists his ankle. Well, okay, and he goes out and he and you, you knock him and out. You played a high school schedule the whole year. Okay. You play yeah, the, player, the you players play the can't school. control that. Right, well, the players you know, can't control that. So they're, they're, they're so they lose that one game, and their administrators can. And they lose that one game in a close, hard-fought game to Alabama. Okay, but they, let me finish now. Let me, you know, <laughs> okay. I, I listen to you. Okay. Listen to me. Right. Uh, you play a hard-fought game in this in this in this conference championship. You barely lose to Alabama by a field goal or a last-second play. Okay, now you're one loss without. Are you? That much worse than Alabama that you get bumped completely out of the top four and Alabama gets elevated in, you know, arguably you two are together on that. But because there's two other teams or three other teams out here that don't have a loss, you've got to put them in and one of you all gets bumped out, even though the two of you are probably better than one of those three teams. The 12, the 12 team playoff allows that now. You know, the argument's going to go from number four and number five down to who's 12 and who's 13. You know that as well as I do. And probably after about number eight, number nine, you could throw in a 20 teams and go in there. And, and, but but and, to make and, the brackets and probably, work and to and, give and somebody those, a chance. None of those 20 teams would even be competitive yeah. with the top four. Well. You know, you go, you go put it, ask Vegas, tell Vegas, okay. go put a number on it and see where, see where that, that number 10, 11 and 12 seed team, if they were to play one, two or three or four, the top four, see where those numbers are. And I'm, I'm talking, you, you're going to see a, you're going to see a point spread difference of probably seven to 12 points. But what's the entertainment value? Lot. What's the entertainment value of a number 12? <laughs> like. An Auburn that snuck up and beat Alabama when they should have not even been on the field with them. Well, and okay, then they sneak up and beat them in this playoff. Okay, it's happened in the NCAA basketball tournament. It makes great TV. It's super, it. It, and that's hey, guess what's driving this anyway? It well, makes a great I mean, TV. The TV, it's, it's TV, TV bucks. There you go. And, for the first stuff time, like that. So, for the first time in the college football playoff four-team era. Eight Power Five teams enter the championship weekend with one loss or fewer. Eight of them. Now, under the twelve, now 12 all eight o- of those get involved. The twelve and zero, the undefeated teams are Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State. Get okay? a bye. 
Let's just say today they get a bye. 11, 11 and one teams include Ohio State, Oregon, Texas, and Alabama. Which could beat any one of those other four. Okay. On now, a given day. The Power Five title games. Okay. So let's talk about the Power Five title games real quick. Washington versus Oregon is going to be held in Las Vegas. Oregon is a 10-point favorite. That is the title game. Washington's undefeated. Oregon has yeah, or, I have no Oregon, idea how they came up with that. Oregon has a loss, <laughs> and their loss is to Washington. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oregon's favored by 10 in Las Vegas. Figure it out. Don't get sucked in there, players, to Washington plus 10 undefeated against a one-loss Oregon favored by 10. If you don't like, if you if that, you're scratching that your loss, head. Who, who either, did Oregon lose to? Either take Oregon, Washington. Okay, in a tight ball game, if right. I remember and right. Now it Oregon, was a very now tight Oregon's ball game. favored by 10. I, I, yeah, the, the 10 I don't understand. So, And that, that's what they're trying to make players not understand jump and jump in and take Washington plus 10. Be careful if you tread in those water players. Now, the Big 12, Texas is favored by 15 and a half in Arlington, Texas. I guess that's played at the Jerry Jones Dome or somewhere like that. And actually, that's about halfway between – that's a central location for the uh, big for the Big Twelve. Texas is a fifteen and a half point favorite over Oklahoma State. Your Cowboys, yeah. And uh, but Oklahoma what, State on a on a hot day, on a good day, Oklahoma State can play with them. Okay, now, now I like Oklahoma State plus consistent. points. Yeah, is will it with Texas on the outside, sitting just outside those top four, and possibly Florida State? If Florida State gets beat by Louisville or flounders a little bit, close, yeah. tight ball game with Louisville, and and Texas shows out, beats the tar out of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Now, you said could, they got one loss? Could te- or they get, Texas they get, got one loss? Or Texas has one loss. They okay. have one loss. All right. So, could take – I mean, my, my thing is is Texas and, – and, you know, talking about teams trying to get style points and, and, yeah. and, and make the spread a little bit bigger – that's a team that needs to get some style. Oh, they need to beat. In. They need to beat. They need to beat the dog out of OSU, right? Because here's here's going to be the next argument. Florida State goes undefeated. Okay. What if? Okay. And, and Texas and, has and one Texas, loss. And Texas has to compete now against Alabama for the votes. Right. Okay. Right now, I mean, Texas be- is going. Hey, we beat Alabama head to head. We've got the tiebreaker on Alabama. Well, if, if Alabama beats Georgia, yeah. they're in. I'm sorry. I mean, come on, folks. If they but beat, a one-loss Texas, beat, a one-loss Texas, care. a one-loss Georgia, and a one-loss Alabama. Texas has beat Alabama. I don't care. You know, they've got – again, there's that. There's the reason I, I think the expanded play – it's – I'm not saying that Alabama is, is not the better team. But if you claim you – know, on the national scale, Texas – can say, hold it. We beat them head to head. We okay. beat them on the field. Now, Alabama, and, and, you know, Alabama, don't make excuses. Alabama, Georgia tee it up tomorrow at three o'clock, and Georgia is a six point favorite. Since 2010, the Crimson Tide have been favored in 190 of 194 games since 2010. That's 13 no years. They've been a okay. dominant program. <laughs> All four times they've been an underdog have come against mm. the Georgia Bulldogs. Another All reason for the chip on the shoulder <laughs> that I talked about yesterday. And Georgia is playing for their 30th consecutive win. The last win, last loss came at the hands of Alabama 
in the 2021 SEC championship game. And then they turned around and ended up playing Georgia in Indianapolis. And Georgia beat Alabama in the national title game, 33-18. to 18, And it was Bedlam in Athens. Now, All big, the makings of another classic. The Big Ten championship game is Iowa versus Michigan. Michigan is a 23-point favorite, and that's to be played in Indianapolis. The total – over-under for that game is 33 points for the entire game. I'm not I'm not talking about halftime. I'm talking about for the entire yeah, game. Iowa's as, got a great defense, but I don't know that they can stop me. As, <laughs> as odds makers don't give Iowa's putrid, and I don't no, use their the word yeah, putrid, offense, is horrendous. offense <laughs> at 18 points a game, uh, much of a chance of scoring against Jim Harbaugh's defense. Uh, who will be back on the sideline. I'm sure it will be celebrated. Oh, yes. And he'll be brought out kind of like Cleopatra and carried Don't, don't get, carried don't, on don't get the, me rolling on that one. Carried onto the field like, you know, <laughs> and they'll be fanning them with palm leaves and all that type of crap. Anyway, cheater. And Michigan's <laughs> – but the thing about it is Iowa saw terrible offenses going up against the great – a good, solid – Top scoring What's the defense cliche? of Michigan. What's the cliche? What's that? Offense wins games, defense wins championships. There you go. So <laughs> that will be interesting to see what happens. To that now in the ACC championship, Louisville and Florida State meet meet up. Guess what the line? Do you know? Do you have any idea what the line is on the, on that game? Louisville and Florida State in Charlotte, North Carolina. I, Just, I would I would think with the circumstances as it is, Louisville's if they're not. Favorite, it's real close. It's, it's a wash. Very, it's very close. Florida State is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, it's a wash. Yeah. Now, will the Seminoles stay perfect with their backup quarter, quarterback, Rodemaker, uh, and make their first college football appearance since 2014? It's almost been 10 years. And I think that was Jameis Winston. Yeah, uh, and, and And I think they beat Auburn in – I think they beat Auburn on a last-second pass or last-minute pass in the Fiesta Bowl or something like that um, to win the national title. Or will Louisville pull off the upset and win their first-ever ACC title since joining the conference 10 years ago? And you know, But this is the Louisville team that lost to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's yeah. terrible. I mean, I, I don't understand it. Now, uh, the group of five – Tulane can make its can make its second straight New Year's Six Bowl with a win over SMU, who has lost their quarterback. Uh, Liberty can get the 13-0 with a win over New Mexico State. UNLV and Boise State play each other. Toledo and Miami of Ohio in the MAC championship, and Troy versus Appy State in the Sun Belt. Now, right before we go to break, if Alabama beats Georgia and all the other favorites win. The CFP committee will have a tough decision. Michigan would be in, then it's five teams, Oregon, Texas, FSU, Alabama, and Georgia. That's if Alabama wins for the other three spots. So who you got? Think about that. If Alabama wins and Michigan is in, there is Oregon, Texas, FSU, Alabama, and Georgia who just got beat by Alabama Five teams to fill in the three. Who are you and listening? next year I'm licking my chops because the playoffs, all these teams get to play and get to play each other yeah. and decide it on the field and not have to wait on a committee of people who 
you know, have their own agendas, takes, that have takes, their own agendas. But it takes the sexiness out of the SEC championship game and the conference and the conference title game. But it adds it to the luster. It takes the sexiness out and moves it over to a ridiculous 12-team playoff. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. We're going to be right back, and I'm going to get the Magic 8 ball out so you guys can make a little extra Christmas money this weekend and get ready for Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, baby. Should it treat me nice? This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. 
Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back. We are back. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and I'm in the studio. My name is Drake, and I'm in the studio with Coach Mike on the boards, and uh, we're talking some college conference title football, and we're going to rank those. Uh, we're going to rank these games uh, as, you know, from – I mean, they're all going to be pretty – probably pretty all, – all of them going to be pretty good games. There's a couple of big spreads on them. And we're going to talk about that. I'm, I've got the Magic 8-Ball out. We're going to do some predictions. And, by the way, Magic 8-Ball got it right last night, Coach. Seattle plus plus nine and a half. Uh, they, like I said, they should have won the game. So, the Magic 8-Ball kind of knows what it's doing a little bit. I mean, sometimes, you know, the Magic 8-Ball misses a few. But, you know, for the most part, the Magic 8-Ball does pretty well, I think. At least I mean, in football. Yeah, at least in football. And yeah, that's ba- what, basketball and baseball, that's, it tends that's, to. That's a little bit different. But hey, <laughs> we're talking football right now, yeah. right? And when I talk to the Magic 8-Ball and ask for its opinion or its predictions, I mention football. Yes. And, then, yes. and that's what we've done. Football's done pretty well. I now, will admit last that. last night, um, in the mentioning the Dallas and Seattle game, Coach, there were 25 penalties called in that game last night, 19 accepted for a total of 257 yards in penalties. And three of them waved off by the refs themselves. Okay. I, that, that's the first time I've seen that many get, um, get waved off. I, I, don't, I wonder if there were some internal <laughs> discussions uh, going on over those headsets. The 257 yards is tied for the third most this season. This season mm. in one game, tied for third. So, uh, uh, and, and, you know, Jerry Jones, I said, you know, they said, well, there's just a lot of flags being thrown, yeah. and, 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 and these referees don't mind throwing them. And like, I assume they said, if you see it, call it. Don't, you know, don't, don't let it go. And, and they're not, uh, with 25 penalties being called yeah. last yeah. night. Um, you know, I made the point the other day about, you know, call it and don't worry, don't worry about what it does. You know, if you see it, call it. There you go. Uh, 
that, that if you don't see it, don't call. That's the, in that situation, <laughs> yeah, in that situation, I mean, these teams need to play, need to clean up their techniques. Then there you go. Uh, yeah. Basketball, college basketball tonight. Uh, there'll be one good game that starts at eight o'clock tonight. Number four, UConn, who's playing tremendous basketball this, the defending champ, and playing t- tremendous basketball so far this year, will be taking on number five, Kansas. Kansas is a two and a half point favorite over UConn tonight. So. Um, that's what's going to go on. Let's see. Uh, other news real quick. Uh, Von Miller turned himself in to police yesterday. Uh, he was off his bye week. He lives in Dallas, and he shares a home with a girl with his girlfriend, not his wife, baby mama. Um, and he been charged on a third-degree charge of assaulting a pregnant person. Um and Vaughn Miller is 34 years old. He's an eight-time Pro Bowler, a tremendous pass rusher, specialist that plays for the Bills. So stay tuned, and we'll see what happens there. That's one of those guys who who plays with an edge anyway. <laughs> the problem is, is he took that edge with him off the field. There you and go. And that's that's a problem. There you go. That's a problem. I'm don't sorry. Don't ever put no man should ever put his hands on a woman no. ever for any reason. I don't care what. Walk away. Take a deep breath. Get away from that situation. Get out of the house. Go take a drive. Walk, do something. Whatever just... it takes. But do not put your hands on a woman. Okay. NFL games to watch this weekend. Denver, 6-5 and five at Houston, 6-5. and five. Houston's favored by three. And San Fran is going to play at Philadelphia. Philadelphia's 10-1. San Fran's 8-3. San Fran is a three-point favorite at Philadelphia. I think that's Sunday night. And Darlene Connors, I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes will be going to Green Bay for the first time in his NFL career, and they are favored by six points at Green Bay um, on Sunday. Now, the the NFL is enforcing their flex schedule. You know, they have a flex schedule where they can move games around. Well, guess what? They're going to move a game. They're taking down in week 15. They're going to play, I believe it's Monday night. They're gonna they're gonna move Philadelphia and Seattle into the Monday night spot spot and take out Kansas City and New England because New England oh yeah New England's so, horrible is so so pitiful. I wonder if Robert Kraft asked him, the, the owner of the Patriots just said asked him to do that. I don't want I don't want my, what I've got going I mean, right imagine, out, out on TV Roger, right now. Be, imagine being Robert Kraft. And having Tom Brady and, and Bill Belichick and all the championships and all the games you just win, you're just so used to winning. And now you're sitting at, what, 2-10 and 10 or 2-9 and nine or could something. Be like could that. be the number one – could be the have the first pick in the draft. Well, they're, they're bottom dwelling. And they're, uh, let's see here. Let's fact, see. Some, I've heard some speculation that Belichick uh, – there two things. You know, Belichick has kind of re- been reassured he's not going to lose his job and so he's kind of playing for that first draft so he can get him a quarterback. Caleb Williams or Drake May so is he what, get him is what a quarterback. North Carolina is what the talk is and, now. Uh, New England's or, two and nine. Or he's on his way out anyway and he doesn't give a crap. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were scheduled to play Monday night on week 15 and guess what? I guarantee you Kraft went to him and said, don't, don't show my team on national TV. We're so terrible. I don't even want to see them on there. Move us to a Sunday and put somebody else up there and the NFL probably agree and that's what they're going to do because they're going to put Philadelphia, Seattle in that slot on Monday night instead of KC and New England. 
New England, by the way, is two and nine. Arizona is two and ten, and Carolina is one and ten. And my advice to you gamblers out there: do not put a dime on any of those three teams for the rest of the season, because I think there's possibility that they're all working to lose to try to get that first pick to improve their team. Technically, forward. is against the rules, but yeah, who's it's gonna, done every yeah, year. Right? How do you? How do you? How do you enforce I mean, you know, that? How do you enforce that? You, you, you know don't I mean? really. Uh, Joe Flacco, 38-year Joe Flacco, is going to make a start against for Cleveland uh, this Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams. And Amari Cooper, the wide gift that keeps on giving, <laughs> former Alabama wide receiver, uh, Amari Cooper uh, has said that Joe Flacco, his deep ball is quote poetry in motion. I'm just I'm just telling you all what what I read out of the. Yeah, sometimes now, it's kind of bad poetry. Six <laughs> teams are on by. Six teams are on buys this weekend, Coach. Baltimore, Buffalo, Chicago, the Las Vegas Raiders, Minnesota Vikings, and the New York Giants. And Lord, the Giants need some time off. But I'm just saying, six uh, teams. That's that's the normal. Yeah, there's always six. There's always six teams. What, off. And what I'm kind of getting at, it's this seems just a little, as far as fantasy league players go, it's a little bit later in the season, and there's there's guys that are trying to get yeah. get a win in to get in their playoffs, and there's a, there's some players on those teams that are on buys that are not going to be playing this weekend. There are people scrambling to fill spots <laughs> on fantasy, so pay attention, guys, on what is happening with your fantasy league and who's on buy now. Um, I guess we, we talked about – okay. All right, we're going to go – I'll tell you what we're going to do real quick. We are going to run down the conference title games tomorrow at number 10, and we're going from not so good to the best. Okay. Number 10, Conference USA, New Mexico State at uh, <clears throat> number 24, Liberty. I'm going to take New Mexico State. They won at Auburn. I'm going to take New Mexico State. Um in the Sun Belt, Happy State is at Troy. I'm taking Happy State. Don't care. Happy State's a tough team to beat. Uh, in the MAC, Mid-Atlantic Conference, Miami of Ohio is at Toledo. I'm going to take Toledo minus the seven. Big Ten, Michigan versus Iowa. You know, I, I'm really I'm going to root against Michigan. If I, I'm not going to play this game, but I would take Iowa plus the points. I'm going to take the defense. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Mountain West, Boise State at UNLV. I'm going to take Boise State. The <clears throat> American Athletic Conference, SMU, without a court, without their starting quarterback against Tulane. Tulane's on a heater. They're playing for something, a New York New Year's Day Bowl. Take Tulane. Number 12 in the Big 12. Number 18, Oklahoma State is up against Texas. I'm going to take Oklahoma State plus 14 and a half points. I think they can hang. Louisville, Florida State. You know what? Second game without their without their Heisman Trophy quarterback at Florida State. I'm taking Louisville. Yep. Oregon against Washington. You know this is a trap game as far as gamblers go. Do not take Washington. I think Oregon and Bo Nix are going to light them up. And the number one game of the weekend, everybody knows it around here, is going to be Georgia and Alabama. I'm an Alabama fan. I'm not going to bet on Alabama because I don't bet with my heart. But I'm I gonna, think they'll take them. But I'm going to cheer like hell. Roll I, think tide. I think they're going to take them. Roll, tide, roll. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, magic.
Oh, the Magic Eight Ball. Well, you know, I really just gave you all those. Those are all. Those are all good. I mean, the okay. ones the ones I told you I was going to take. Those those are the ones I'm going to take. So, okay. Uh, people can listen to it again. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you.